Hi and welcome to the third episode of This Podcast is Only Temporary. We're taking a deep dive into the album This Garden is Only Temporary. Talking you through the writing and recording of all the elements which go to make up the album. My name's Andy White. Episode 3, Everything's Turning White. And this is the original idea of that song. Sometimes something emotional happens to you and it's just so momentous that you don't know how to describe it in words. If you're a musician, you might describe it in music. The original track of Everything's Turning White really was just a guitar piece written on the acoustic guitar. And it's just one take, and that one take is on the finished record. Doesn't happen that often, but when it happens, it's really good. Just as in life. So what I did was, I took my original acoustic guitar playing setup for live gigs, which if you've been to a concert, you'll know that I put the acoustic through amplifiers and effects and add that sound to the original acoustic guitar sound. Why do I do that? It's exciting. I usually have lots of guitars on my records and it's more like what's in my head than just playing the acoustic guitar. Acoustic guitar players out there, even if you only play four chords, five chords, it's how you make them sound which is what is important. You can make a unique sound out of what you've got with basic technique, which is really all I've got. I started with this chord sequence, which is like the one in the live version of Last Day of Summer. This chord sequence, momentous and dramatic for me, wasn't just melancholy, it was exciting. So I started with this part. And the section which is descriptive to me are the C and D and E minor chords. And that seemed like a verse, though I wasn't thinking about words yet. This bit. And then there was a third bit. And they all just came out that day. I've just listened to the original track. And in a way, that's how it could have stayed. But oh no, <laughs> that's only the start. You get excited at things like that and you're not gonna stop there. No way, we're going to put on another guitar. 
because I had an idea for a tune to go over the top of that. And again, guitar players, a tune isn't very complicated. This is the tune that I put on. This is the second guitar take. You don't even need a tune. It's just one note to start off with. But finding the right note, like the center note for the song is really important. It's somewhere to jump off. It's also got to be easy enough for you to play. And this is how they fit together. Now you can hear the amazing amounts of effects on everything. Even here, and there's only two things playing at the moment. My recording mentor, the great John Leckie, most impressed me when I first started working with him by seeing how far up he turns the dials on machinery. If you meet someone you really respect and you're lucky enough to work with them, sometimes they're doing things which are too complicated for you to take in. So I usually focus in on something, maybe one thing, which I think I could do that. I could try to do that. And he would turn every dial right up to the top and then take a little bit off. And to be extreme in delay settings and maybe everything that you do artistically is a really good place to be as long as you dial it back or you know how to dial it back. And sometimes you don't. I'm bringing up that example because you can already hear that there's so many effects on everything. Now we were tracking. There's a really beautiful little 12 string guitar I've got. It's tiny and it's called Aubergine because it's purple and it's shaped like an Aubergine. And you might have seen it on tour. I can't take it on tour anymore because you can't put as much in the overhead locker as you used to be able to, which is sad, but it came on tour with me many times. I think there's a picture of it on the Garage Band album because I played that instrument a lot around that kind of time. Nowadays, Aubergine lives in the studio and I took her out of the beautiful purple case and added this. You can hear all the effects are full on. And I'm just trying to find, again, a bit like the acoustic guitar, I'm just trying to find the right note and the right place for it really to come forward. These chords sound like a verse something's going to be described so it hasn't come forward yet. Just finding my way. Aubergine's going to appear like sunlight through the clouds and just light everything up in this major section before going back into what could be the verse. If you've added one aubergine, there's no way you're going to stop there. So I got out an e-bow, which is spelt E-bow, B-O-W, and it's a fantastic invention. Especially for the guitar player who wants to play guitar and can't really. It's like a magnet, which means you only really move your left hand. And if you've listened to 
lots of Bowie records around Low or Heroes, then Robert Fripp plays it a lot. And it's really atmospheric, and you can't really control it. Well, I can't really control it. It kind of does what it wants, and that's what it started to do in this track. And that was adding the dramatic content that I felt was building up throughout the song. It's like a magnet which is playing the guitar. Now let's stop at that chord sequence because there's something missing from it. You guessed it. Chorus bass pedals, another amazing invention. I had some when I was at school, before I joined a punk group, but they re-emerged and they're on all the records since Garage Band, in fact. I just love those bass pedals. I've tried to take them on tour, but they got as far as Leicester and that was it. They're so heavy and they're so old and they break so often. So I don't want to end up in a guy's garage in Surrey with him and his screwdriver telling me what's wrong with him. Anyhow, the Taurus pedals were on the track and really they gave it the depth that it needs. I wasn't going to play the bass guitar on this track. Uh, you might have noticed that I'm kind of avoiding some of the things that I usually do and even though this one started with an acoustic most of the songs on This Garden is only temporary were really started in other ways even if they've got acoustic guitars on them. So it's ready for a vocal. I was ready to tell the story. As we looked at in the first two episodes I had this idea of somebody from somewhere else arriving in a new country, which is full of possibilities. It's full of history as well, but it's definitely got possibilities for a person just arriving. As we also have said earlier, songwriters often want to write about somebody else and they end up writing about themselves. I'm getting closer and closer just to kind of giving up the pretense that I'm writing about somebody else, but I'm still thinking of this person meeting somebody else for the first time face-to-face in Melbourne. And of course it took me straight to this particular afternoon. And I wondered how to convey the emotion of the experience, and really I came up with the fact that all I could do was describe what happened. I took out a pen and I wrote down the lines of Everything's Turning White in one go and just read them out, starting with the title. Again, a bit like the acoustic guitar and aubergine, I'm trying to find where I am in the song by just repeating the title. In fact, I thought at one stage it would just be the title, there wouldn't be any verses in this, but I'm glad there are. And this is the first take, which is the one which is on the record. Meeting under the clocks, Walk into a coffee shop. Everything's turning white. Talking about you and me. 
Sun glancing through street signs, everything's turning white. Same microphone, same studio. <laughs> yeah, it was very emotional doing that, and it's been amazing looking back through the song and just seeing that the acoustic guitar is just one take and the vocals are the same. As we were saying in Tell It How You Feel, to express something that's happened, just put down what exactly did happen, because that's the truth, and the truth cuts through. Everything's turning white is true, and I think that's why it has power. Someone wrote to me who knows the music, knows the albums, and after the new album came out, just wrote that phrase, everything's turning white, and I knew what that person was saying to me. This is a really true track. I had so much delay on everything, as we said, and I love delay, but I didn't want to put the vocals through delay as well. Like I wanted them to be delayed, but not by a pedal or by an effects unit or whatever. So what I did was do a series of vocal overdubs, and I didn't listen to the one before, and just said, everything's turning white at whatever time it felt right. And that's what happened here. Everything's, everything's turning white. Yeah, it was experimental, it was cool. I was thinking, do I need more verses? Because actually the poem, and you've got to say it was the poem that is the first three verses. I was wondering, do I need anything more? And actually the emotion of the track just suddenly took over and I started to sing. And if you've done one vocal overdub, you're definitely going to do two. You might even do three. Or even four. But mainly it was saying what I couldn't say in the words, or I'd said enough in the words, and now it was time for the song to end. I'd gone into this like a mandolin sort of pattern. Another instrument I can't play, if anybody else is watching. But I was playing it on aubergine. And it's saying something about the country, the soul, where this music is coming from. And that's how the song ended. And I did a rough mix, which I'll play for you now. It was ready for Steve and Kent to experience and to take part in. But actually, this song, from the very word go, sounded finished to me. It sounded ready, and each version of it is simply a different interpretation of it. So until such time as we talked to Steve and Kent and Rod, who played on the album version, which was all based around what I did in the studio the first day, in about four hours, I think, I'm going to play you the original version. Thanks for listening. It's been great having you on board. I thought I'd make this one about the music predominantly, and we'll see where the next track takes us. In the meantime, this is the rough version of Everything's Turning White. Everything's turning white.
Everything's turning white Everything's turning white Everything's turning white You have been listening to Episode 3 of This Podcast is Only Temporary. I'm Andy White. I'd like to say thanks for your messages. Thanks for subscribing. Share it as much as you can. And I'll see you next week. Take care.